Hello, and welcome to Reshoot, an amateur's guide to gooder film. I'm Hector. I'm Ruthie. I'm Ed. Today we're reshooting... Raya and the Last Dragon. Dragon noises. Oh. Raya and the Last Dragon, please, Ruthie, tell me what the movie's about. Alright, so our movie begins with the backstory of Kamandra, this world that we're set in. It's uh, split off into these five kingdoms based off uh, dragon parts. So we got Fang, we got Spine, we got Heart, and Talon, and Tail. And all of these kingdoms were created after the dragons were killed off, quote-unquote. Uh, in reality, they were just turned to stone by this mysterious force called the Droon. The Droon were stopped by the last dragon, Sisudatu, with this thing called a dragon gem, and then she disappears. Our story begins with Raya, a princess from Heart, who loses the dragon gem to Namari, the princess from Fang, who she thought, who she, Raya, thought was a friend. And then that gem gets shattered into a billion pieces. And by a billion, I mean five. And then the druid re reawaken again and start turning people into stone, including Raya's father, or in the term, uh, in the movie, they use the term Ba. Now we fast forward six years into the future, Rai's been looking for Sisu is, and according to mythology, she's where the last river ends. She finds Sisu, she and Sisu go to uh, find all of the gems together. Uh, in each kingdom, when they pick up a gem, they also pick up a new friend. So in Tail, they pick up uh, Captain Boone. In Talon, they find the baby Noi with the three monkeys. And then uh, in Spine, they meet Tong. The gang travels together to Fang. Uh, Raya and Sisu have a heart-to-heart -heart before they can confront Namari and ask her to help them save the world. In, a in this confrontation gone wrong, Sisu is shot with a crossbow bolt and dies. Like, dead. She's dead. Like, classic Disney all over again. Uh, Raya goes after Namari to exact her revenge, and as the two fight, uh, Fang is crumbling around them. The rest of the gang takes their dragon gem pieces and starts fighting off the Droon. Finally, the, the gang kind of all end up together, and uh, Raya remembers that conversation she had with Sisu. She decides to trust Namari. She hands her Namari, Raya's dragon piece, and then she steps back into the Droon, turns to stone. All, the rest of the gang follow in her suit. Uh, Namari brings all of the gem pieces back together again. She gets uh, absorbed by the Droon, turned to stone. And then, because they all trusted each other in power of friendship, uh, the Droon is uh, obliterated, all the dragons come back to life, and they, uh, they bring her, the dragons come back and they bring her back to life, and the gang is reunited with their various family members who were turned to stone, finally ending with Raya reuniting with her Ba. Yeah. Don't forget that all the kingdoms come back together and they form Commander again, they're not split up. True. True, but the most important part is the, the tearful reunion with Raya and her Ba. Yes. So. We don't care about the political climate of Kumandra. <laughs> oh man, this movie. I liked this movie. That's why I picked it. It was also very hard for me to try and fix. Yeah. Same. I don't, I don't have much. Same to fix it. <laughs> Same to fix it. Yeah, Hector did not like it. He's let me know that he did not like it. So let's see if I can win him over. Uh, good luck. Uh, likes. I really liked the world building. It was really creative. There were so many, like, subtle little details in there, you know? Alright, like? Um, well, they have five unique cultures. So, like, Tail was based off- it seemed like they were based off aboriginal cultures. Uh, Spine- or not Spine. Yeah, Spine was based off Mongols. Uh, Fang, I want to say, is, like, Vietnam, but I'm not sure. It's de- it's- Fang, Heart, and uh, Talon that I get mixed up all the time. But even then, like, they're very distinct and... Did you look up which... No, I did not. I'm oh. trying to remember off the top of my head. That's okay. why I'm kind of wishy-washy. That's fair. I just wanted to double check. Also, I loved that uh, the little, like, uh, con lang, the constructed language of this movie, uh, whenever they substitute a word, it's almost always a swear word. Or at least you can interpret it as a swear word. Yeah. So they uh, use the word toy, which is like shit or shithead. There's Venturi, which is bastard. And uh, one of the one of the ones you can, depends on how you think about it, uh, Depla. It seems like asshole, but it's also used in, in a very friendly way. At least by the 12-year-old characters. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I thought it was funny. 
Mm-hmm. It's like uh, friends calling each other slurs. Yep. Well, I can see that uh, that Disney formula com- shining through, you know, animal companion, power friendship, single parent, uh, didn't well he didn't die but he got turned to stone she was separated from him for six years basically dead um it was a fresh breath of fresh air from all those live action movies yeah it wasn't a mulan oh god interesting detail uh all of the dragon's powers were water-based so obviously like sisu's was swimming mm-hmm. and then uh there's light or the refraction of light mm-hmm. magnifying it there's changing shape this one i had to stretch a little bit but hear me out what is the mythology behind mermaids they're half they fish were half sailors people. and when they have the sailors in uh their clutches where they can't escape they turn into from beautiful women into whatever creature there are and what is a mermaid in our real life Oh, oh. Bingo. Yeah, manatees, yeah. Yeah. But manatees are beautiful creatures. They're disgusting. I've swam with a man. I found a manatee. They're beautiful. When you look at them, they're just fat, like, birds. They're magical. They're magical sea cows. What the fuck? Edge. Yeah, they're cows in the water. And you binturry. They're not. Yeah, and cows are beautiful. They have lovely eyelashes. They're not good to look at. Says you. I think they're beautiful. I've seen a manatee in real life also. I've swam with one, dude. They're beautiful in, in the wild. Yes, in the okay, wild, too. Okay, moving on from this horrible revelation of a friend of mine. Uh, fog. Very self-explanatory. Fog is water. And then there's fog, the, the... Rain. Yes. And then there's the last one, this water... General water ma- manipulation that Pengu does although i will say at the end of the movie all of the dragons were doing the water runny thingy yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> finally i liked a very subtle nod to uh chinese mythology uh have you guys ever heard of pangu pangu isn't that the you mean no, see the penguin I no no not pe- not pangu pangu oh pangu i heard pangu yeah I was trying to make it a little hate, bit more distinct. I hate how they named him Pengu. Yeah, but I think it was supposed to be a nod to uh, Pangu, the Chinese god. Well, not, I don't know if he's like a god per se, but he is the source of creation. He separated heaven from earth in Chinese mythology. Oh, oh that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I never heard of that one, actually. That was really cool. Yeah. I learned that from a video game. Wait, what game? Age of Mythology. Oh, okay. That explains it. Okay. It taught me things, okay? Okay. To placate Hector, my dislikes. Hey! No, uh, <laughs> uh, I thought Sisu's character was really weird, especially in the first half of the movie. Uh, it seemed like her voice actor was kind of just riffing, and the animation crew, or whoever was making the creative decisions, just decided to take some rambling and keep it in there, a la like Robin Williams in Aladdin. But it didn't hit the same as Aladdin, you know? See, I think the closest modern day example could be like the king, the guy who played King Julian in Madagascar. Oh, that was the same style? Uh, they, half the time they just had to redo stuff because he kept adding really good lines and they had to redo the animation. I remember oh, okay. behind the scenes I didn't video know for that. that. No, I saw behind the scenes video for it. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the more I thought about it, I thought that the dragons were kind of weird because like the druin are supposed to be the manifestation of specifically humanity's greed mistrust bad discord i think they use the word discord uh but what about the dragons like uh like for example or like i don't know if the dra if the druin is like humans shit then why does it affect the dragons one thing two when they solve it the when they get rid of the druin the first time why don't the dragons come back I thought it was because the was dragons my... did it, not the humans did it. It wasn't true because the. Oh, I figured out now. Um, Ed, do you want to say what you had to say first? Yeah, I didn't know why the dragons come back either. Um, the first time, because the dragons solved the humans' problems, mm-hmm. and the last, the second time, the humans solved the dragons' problems, mm-hmm. and that way it undoes their all. own problems. I mean, I said, thank you, so, thank you. I said it wrong. The humans solve their own problems, and that has a bigger effect. 
I actually don't hate that. Okay. It's not that I hated it. It's just that it was kind of confusing and kind of muddly. And so I tried to make it yeah. different. I, it's, the movie it seemed, it seemed like just a cop-out kind of thing to make it a happy ending. It, it, there's enough there to make sense. And I think the problem is that that realization, I don't know if it's like I'm fixing it for them or if that was the thing they're going for. They, that was the one thing they chose to make subtle in the entire movie. It's Disney. I I know, but yeah, but you can get good Disney films. Soul was surprisingly. Soul is Pixar. That's Pixar. That's Pixar. You're yeah, right. So Disney doesn't think that deep. Just saying. They're just like, let's make the dragons come back. Yeah. Probably is what happened. Fair enough. So you guys want to hear how I make the dragons come back? How? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So the dragons. Um, I think the main way to fix it is uh, I don't want to change a lot of what Sisu says about the dragons. I want to change a lot of how she says it. So from the beginning, I want her to be like trying to paint this like really like perfect utopian like yeah dragons are so great, but then uh, there is like this kind of like I'm not telling you everything thing. Okay. Like, you know, when you're talking about your family, you're going to say all the good stuff and you're not going to, unless you know the person, you're not going to give them the juicy gossipy bits because you don't want that that to reflect on you. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of vibe. So when, uh, when Raya asks her, what's your magic? My, my, my magic? That's, uh, it's swimming. I'm a great swimmer. <laughs> She's being super sus. More on this later. One thing I might specifically change of her saying, uh, when we first meet, meet Sisu, she says each dragon has a unique ability to each dragon. But again, they don't because Pengu's power is used by everybody, unless Pengu is allowing them to run like that, but that doesn't seem to be the implication. I figured as soon as all the stones were made, all the, the thing was reunified and the dragons came back, they all got each other's magic. That was my interpretation of the whole thing. Again, they don't explain it. It just looks pretty. <laughs> True. Yeah, like, I don't know. I guess I'd, I'd rewrite the way she says it. Again, just kind of, like, muddying the waters. Because I don't want to make her power just swimming. I think it would be really interesting if it's water manipulation. It's very close to Pengu's ability. And it's almost like there's a dragon hierarchy, if that makes any sense. Like, because hers and Pengu's are so close together, but so different, whatever Pengu's, like, specific niche is, he's the better one at it. Okay. So, like, for example, uh, I said, like, in my notes, make it water manipulation, but specifically it's, like, making things faster when they're in the water. That's why she's a good swimmer. She oh. makes herself faster in the water. She makes the boat faster. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and, like, for some reason, Pengu's is the more powerful, uh, so Sisu, yeah, so she's not as, like, strong, her magic isn't as strong or as, like, visible, or whatever, for whatever reason, when it comes to, like, dragons, everybody talks about Pengu, not a lot of people talk about Sisu. The short version is, Sisu kind of has an inferiority complex, and she doesn't trust her own abilities. Because we have to use the magic word when it's a Disney movie. So, uh... Why is she so awkward around people? Humans don't know dragon hierarchy. They don't care. They're just like, wow, it's a dragon. Especially when she's the last dragon. So she's trying to like put on this like fake version of herself to be like, yeah, I am cool. Accept me, please. I want the other dragons to accept me, but they won't kind of a vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's why the dragons haven't come back. The Druun isn't just human discord, it's like general, it's like discord in general. Uh, it's because Sisu doesn't like trust her own abilities. She's so used to ha having people like walk, not walk over her, but like look over her, look over her, ignore her. Uh, and that's what makes like Pengu and those other, her other siblings trusting her so much more important. And the mo throughout this movie, you can have uh, a better character arc for Sisu, where she's not only learning that people don't trust each other, it's that she doesn't trust herself. And then when the uh, when the gang like brings the the dragon gem back together, I don't know, like some kind. It's like 
she's learned to trust herself and it's that bond that all of them share even with sisu after her gone that's what brings the dragons back because she the last dragon got rid of the discord in herself okay yes thank you boomer i don't know if i want to like mike got boomer um, i heard the little purrs or meow or whatever he squeaks okay um got one more dis- uh, dislike so the story is trying to tell i don't know like the story is trying to avoid like black and whites like oh these are the bad people these are the good people it's supposed to be like everybody has good and bad in them we need to come together right like that's the theme yeah this movie's a lesser avatar keep going it is uh well it's it's like the same genre uh sort of I'm, I'm trying to cover a lot of stain stuff like that because like there's some there's similar influences like the animal companion that you ride you know some of the action uh, the martial arts yeah but yeah when we talk about avatar for our viewers we're talking about the last airbender obviously the only good one yeah or the only the good avatar not the blue pocahontas one <laughs> yeah anyways so it's trying to tell this gray story and then there's namari uh in the first half of the movie like she's painted as being super evil mm-hmm like uh, when she's going into the dragon, like the dragon jam area, and she just automatically gets evil girl face for a second. She's like, hey, hey, "I'm going to be mean and destroy everything." <laughs> That's the face she was making, audience. I think you can imagine. So how I would fix that? So in the post time skip with Namari, just change all of her lines where she's being kind of an ass, where she's being a depla. Mm-hmm. and uh, make them a little less ominous, a little less <laughs> Now, before the time skip, though, here's where it gets interesting. What if when she was a kid, she hadn't been, like, as automatically willing to do what she had done in the original version? So we started back when Raya goes to, like, help Namari up, and the two of them go to the Dragon Gem Cave. I'm just going to call it the Dragon Cave. And... Namari looks behind her, and in the crowd, there's a fang person who's just kind of giving her that stink eye that, hey, don't fuck this up. She just kind of like tries to ignore it. She turns around, but she doesn't know. She's really excited. She's got this new friend who's trying to show her something apparently cool. There's somebody following them. So when they get to the cave, Namari decides, I'm not going to tell. But the guy behind them sees the dragon gem. And he fires off the signal. Now, Raya, Raya doesn't know. Raya just sees the flare. She sees Namari horrified. And it's, how could you? What have you done? Why have you betrayed me? She starts, like, again, kind of having that confrontation that she had the first time. And you know what? For a dramatic effect, while she's giving, while she's kind of like speaking like this, or she starts fighting Namari, the purple, bubbly, cloudy. That's when the drone starts to come back. But the gem's still not broken. I was more thinking, because, like, it's a human discord, right? Yeah. Well, when did a conflict between best friends, like, in your life, feel like the most chaotic, the most, like, this will never recover? Quite a few times, huh? What, give, me, give me, like, when? A kid. A kid. Actually, no. Uh, actually, I yeah, know. Yeah, kid. Yeah, because when you're a kid, there's nothing that's kind of like middle of the ground. It's either the best thing or the worst thing. Can I modify that a bit? Sure. Um, it could be all the people there too. It's a huge con- group of people from different areas meeting together in one area for the first time in a long time. Yeah. So like everybody gets in the dragon cave at uh, the cave. The the gems broken and like. Or like, yeah, the gem's broken, they're all like chattering, and you can see like the, the drone kind of like bubbling. Yeah. I like that. Alright. Fine enough, you did something very similar to I did with Namari. I don't know, Namari needs a little love. Yeah, I, I that's nice way of putting it, I didn't, but, um, what do you think, Ed? What do I think about what? There's a lot to unpack there. I don't know, do you have what? any thoughts? Uh, yeah, the whole Namari thing, yeah, makes sense. 
kind of a lot more involved than what I like. He actually had a solution. I just said Namari needed some improvement in. Yeah, she kind of like flip flops at the end. Yeah. So quickly. And and she flip flops okay. just because she sees Sisu, and that's it. Just because mm-hmm. she sees the dragon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, when I was first kind of mulling over the idea of what, oh, I think it was just when we were watching Raya for the first time. After the movie ended, Hector had said, uh, you know, this movie would have been a lot more interesting if Namari had been the main character. Especially with that opening monologue where Raya was like, I was the one who ended, who uh, caused the, this, the, the end of the world. Honestly, Namari is kind of the one who's more applicable. More applicable? Would she just take Raya's place in gathering the dragon gems, or same story? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I'd say Yanamari is more culpable for the world yeah. going to shit than than Raya, but yeah. Think of the title Namari in the Last Dragon. Gross. We'll just switch their roles then. It's Raya, but Raya is Namari. Yeah. So I completely forgot I said that, actually. I didn't... So my whole thought when I was thinking of that was, like, get... Again, I'm comparing to Savage Lost Bender because I've, I've been re-watching it lately. Anyway, um, Zuko gets this whole big redemption arc, which I'm going to talk about later in my thing, right? But what if it was, like, a two-hour version of just her, Namari having to, like... Or a little under two hours. Namari having to get all the dragon gems. She starts to re has to get people to trust her while trying to do the right thing. Her mom's chasing after her. And then the last obstacle is Raya, who is obviously not trusted anymore for good, or who doesn't trust anyone for good reason. And maybe Raya's hunting her to get the the gems back just to get her dad back. Mm -hmm. But kind of flips it, because now in a sense, we almost see Raya's the bad guy. And I don't know, like... That would be interesting. Yeah, that was my whole, that was what I was kind of picturing. I completely forgot I even said that until you just reminded me. Yeah, I, well, I tried really hard to not play with that because I know that was, I knew that was your thing. You could have if you wanted to. I didn't, I completely spaced on that. I got my own thing. Not oh, fair enough. Yeah, you know, that would be really interesting because if it plays out kind of similarly, like Raya catches up to Namari in your version. And then Raya just says, you're just trying to get Fang to be the most powerful or some bullshit like that, right? Yeah. Well, well, unbeknownst to both of them, they're after the same goal, getting people, well, Raya more for her dad, but everybody also, and Amari to redeem herself. Or everybody back. maybe Raya is looking for the pieces too with Sisu. And you got both of them looking for the pieces. Neither of them really wants to fully give it up yet because mm, they're because they don't trust each other. They don't trust each other. Yeah. Is there anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Um, can I go next? Cause this computer's about to die. Oh shit. So. Um, I think this is the first time I don't like a movie. I like a movie the least, unless anyone else can remember any. But I think it's the first time I like the least out of anyone. I really did like this one. Yeah, because, like, when we were watching A Cure for Wellness, I was the, the hater on that one. Yeah. Hector, you were a close second. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to... I'm the only person I know that liked A Cure for Wellness that has seen it. You're the only person I know who's seen A Cure for Wellness. Actually, A Cure for Wellness, a lot of our audience has been listening to it. We've got, like, 22 nice. listens to it. Now. Nice, nice, yeah. yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Watch um, the movie. It's not bad. It, it is bad. <laughs> like there's just a judge few for, little things, dude. Other judge for that. yourself, every judge for yourself, everyone. Watch the movie. Come back and listen to us. See who's you agree with the most. Maybe it's neither of us. That's fine. You know. Yeah, maybe it's none of us. So Raya, the animation's at, at really solid. Like they did a really good job. Um. Yeah, there were times where you and I were like. That's fake. That they cheated. That's real water. Yeah. They, yeah, I thought that one hundred percent. Uh, when Sisu got absolutely murked. Yeah. <laughs> and she fell into the water. I'm like, my mind was like, 
It wasn't more me. It was just my brain's like, there's yeah. water. And yeah. I'm like, I, think I really they've can't improving, tell. I think they've been improving their lighting, which I know is like the biggest thing for animation, or mm -hmm. 3D animation at least, is just the lighting. That's why I think studios... in general is just like, ridiculous. I mean, that too, but like, have you seen like... A, move, a CGI movie before light before they do the lighting and after they do the lighting. It is it is terrifying. It's like it the lighting. Terrifying. Think of it like you know with video games how they're doing um, ray tracing to make the games look nicer. Because graphics only go so far now. Is. Ray tracing's like lighting. It it's oh, lighting. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, it's like it it's reflections, cool. mirrors, all that like like bouncing off stuff objects it's how it games look so nice now is because they're all everyone's going all in on ray tracing now because you it adds to the realism it adds to the realism and that's kind of what's tricking everyone's thinking the graphics are nicer than they actually are if you're turning ray tracing off at times it does not look as nice again depends on the game or in the movie um so yeah I, they had some really good i think it was like a mix of water physics and ray tracing in that scene the animation was amazing um, there's some scenes also where it looks like a really cool wallpaper, like when Rai is in front of, uh, that one well, area before she fights. Oh yeah, when she's got her sword drawn out and she's, like, walking and everybody's running past her and she's doing, like, the, the anime hero. Yeah, part. no, yeah. The, 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 there's some really good shots, like. And the music paired with that, too. Yeah, no, like, the fight scenes were, like, that was my third point on one of the likes in that one thing was, like, the fight scenes were really well animated. I almost forgot it was a Disney movie, because, like. I don't know. I don't. I, is there any other Disney movie that's, a, you know, animated that has good fight scenes like that? Has fight scenes like that? No, because like in Frozen, which is the one that I kind of compare it most to for no reason. Ice water. I guess. But uh, in Frozen, the most was like when Elsa got confronted with the crossbow dudes. Uh, entangled. I. They had some kind of conflict. There was the sword fight thing, but that was more with the frying pan. But that was more silly. Also, Tangled's the best 3D Disney animated movie. At don't at me. You won't change Maybe? his mind. You're not gonna change my mind. Is, is Brave even Disney? No, that's that Pixar. was Pixar. That was Pixar trying to make a Disney. No, but if we're talking like pretty good. CGI. I don't, I don't yeah, but that's, that's, that's that's. I've actually never seen Brave. You never seen Brave? I don't know how I've never seen Brave. It's I'm always like it's only even look. No, I'm, I'm just not... saying, Ed, I get to make a watch Brave. Yes. Yeah. Not not me. No. <laughs> I mean. Guess what my next pick is, motherfuckers. <laughs> Mother Deplos. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sorry. So yeah, I'm honestly like it makes me wonder. Who they hired to do the choreography for that? Because like it was really well done. Mm -hmm. Like I, it's honestly the highlight of the film for me. You know what it, they should have done? They should have done rotoscoping for the fight scene. Like act, have actual people fight, and then have the um over it. for the final season of Clone Wars. I haven't seen yes, it yet, but I, I got spoiled I on one it. aspect. They had uh, two two actors uh, do the actual. Uh, Fight they between, got the motion do, capture do you know who suits. Two fight? Do you know who two I fight? know who the two who fight, yes. I already know. Don't spoil for Ruthie. Don't tell me. She hasn't seen oh. it. Motherfucker, I will or more, Mother Depla, I will spoil <laughs> Attack on Titan. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm just getting off that right now. Yeah. Yeah. That. Step <laughs> off that grenade. But yeah. yeah. Um put the pin back in. <laughs> <laughs> It, I don't know. It was weird. It was really well done. Um, the voice acting's pretty solid. I wasn't a fan of Sizu in the first half, and I don't think that's Aquafina. I think that's just the direction they gave her. She did good on the second half, so I, I know for a fact it wasn't her. I liked the lesson they attempted. It was unique and had good intentions, but we're going to get into that. First, I'm going into my one dislike change. That is not a big deal. It's my only one that doesn't go into the main plot. Um, the baby is a fucking DreamWorks character in a Disney film. The baby with the monkeys. It it's something out of oh, fucking baby. Boss Baby. It's something yeah. out of fucking Boss Baby. I hate it. I hated the baby. Everything she was in, except when she was like a normal baby. But with the heist shit, it's ah. So sorry. I just. It just 
why does baby need her diaper changed or shit like that? You know, didn't need to be fed. She has monkeys and she can command them to do what she wants. She is basically an adult in a baby's body. I hate it. Make the child like six or seven. Then it's a bit more believable. Oh, I was going to say make her a monkey. Just make, just take the final step. Just make her a monkey. Make them four monkeys. No, no, no. Because then it, because then it's like, why do you have a monkey? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense with a human. I, I get what you're saying. It's a good idea. Mm -hmm. It's fun. But like, it, if I, if they're yeah, going with it, what they're going for. Make it not a baby. Make it a toddler. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just make it like six or seven. Just well, because how old's Boone? Because Boone's like I pictured him being somewhere being like between eight and ten. I pictured him ten, like eight to eleven. But yeah, if you make her, was, if you make the yeah, girl like four well, to dude. six. What? I thought Boone was like a little bit older, like twelve or so. Okay, to be fair, I can't even judge ages on like actual people I know. Yeah. It's fine, but yeah, I don't know. I just make her like four to six. That's yep. all I'm asking. Like, don't make her like one to two. It's weird. Like, it it's so silly. It took me out of the movie. Again, it felt like a fucking DreamWorks film in Disney. If it's DreamWorks, I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, here's my main meat and potatoes. And this was something I struggled with for a while. And I'm not sure if I did it the best. I think I'd rather go with the off-the-cuff version I did of Namari being the main character. But here's what I'd say. So, let me go back. The main lesson is to trust people. Sometimes trusting people, this is the way the movie frames it. Sometimes pe trusting people requires you to forgive them for past mistakes and listen to people when you think you know better, like Raya listening to Sisu. You have to trust them. The movie does not do a the good job showing the uh, first part of that. Namari betrays Raya multiple times. And this is a bit, this is a part where it's hard for me to explain. I might have to explain some background stuff. Um, I work with a population that can be very, very trusting to a fault. They don't always get stranger danger. They don't always realize when people are saying shit about them. This movie accidentally reinforces that kind of an idea. And I'm not saying, I, I get it. We all need to trust each other more. That's kind of the problem with the world. I get what the movie's going for. But when you have little kids and... Again, normally with movies, you should always talk to your kids about the lessons and stuff, right? Like, it's a smart thing. You help them go, like, learn through it. But, you know, many people aren't going to be talking to their kid about the themes or the lessons. You know, it's just like, that was a fun movie. Let's do something else. Or even or even just, like, using the TV as a babysitter. Put on Raya. Exactly. Thank you. So, so basically, if... You're teaching kids to keep trusting people again and again and again, even if they keep hurting you. So if a little six-year-old's getting bullied or lied on or whatever by some other kid, this movie might, they might take this movie to heart and keep trusting the person when they really shouldn't. That's my big beef with the movie. That's kind of the reason I really don't like it. Um, have Namari, Namari betray Raya like in the beginning. Y'all know I like some nuance. I like the nuance this movie was trying to capture. So maybe... She's a bit more apologetic to Raya while she's trying to like capture her for stealing the dragon scroll or trying to get it back. Because otherwise, like you said in the first half, she just feels like a fucking debla. Yeah. So maybe during the quips, because you know, kids movie, also the quips are fun. Mm -hmm. Just maybe when whenever Raya insults her heart or says like you betrayed me or whatever, like you can see a bit like a twinge of cringe or regret from Namari. And then, you know, she keeps betraying her, and it kind of comes to a head at the Sisu death scene, which is, I think, the thing that I'm going to be the most controver controversial on. I fucking hate the Sisu death scene. I watched this scene seven times on, like, YouTube, analyzing it, because something felt off. So I'm going to I wish I could show everyone look it up if you can. Because here's the thing that's weird about it. So Namari is aiming the crossbow on her left at Sisu. Then when Raya extends her sword... Namari moves the crossbow right at Raya, or at least closer to Raya. Right? So it's more towards the middle. Then it seems like it flicks the thing and, you know. The, the, Raya, like, gets the sword, uses the sword, sword whip. The sword whip. It, yeah. it, the whip form, it hits the crossbow and it moves just slightly towards the left. Just slightly. It doesn't angle it as much. It's not as much as it was before. It just it moves it slightly. And then it shoots Sisu right in the goddamn heart. 
So, this plays out in a few different ways. Either Namari was gonna miss, and this is me fixing it, like, watch the scene yourself. So this implies that either Namari was gonna fucking miss, or Raya somehow tipped the crossbow and it just wasn't shown very well. That's a mistake, yes. in my opinion. No, That's but it, it's a, I No, it is because it... it how do I explain it? It feels like a big deal to me because it's just such a... It's a pivotal scene. It, it does need to be solid because of all the... Because of everything that follows afterwards. Also, the implication I kind of got after I noticed you were watching that scene and you explained it to me before we were recording, could it have been... And it was just... Poor, could you interpret it as, I guess, the bolt would have gotten too close to Raya and Sisu was trying to like get in the way of it? But she didn't move. Yeah. I see what you're saying, but she didn't move. I'm wondering if they just had like five different ways that scene was going to go and they just picked the best of three and it was a mess. I, it's just, also, why would Namari aim at Sisu? Wait, didn't she say she, did the queen tell her to kill Sisu? No, I think what was going on was uh, while she was super cool, like she was like in awe of Sisu, the first time she met her, Sisu was like spraying fog and like hissing and growling, just showing off her like dragon might. So Minamari might have still been a little spooky. So it's like, oh, Sisu's here. Oh, God, she's big. I forgot she how big she spooked, was. Though. She but was by in that point, she didn't even hear that. Well, she's she in awe, but. She was in awe and she got teary eyed. Exactly. So that's why I hate it. It's just like she's shaking and her fingers on the trigger. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about gun crossbow safety. Like, I'm not going to talk about that, but, like... That doesn't exist in movies. Yes. Yes, but, like, you don't aim unless you're willing to fire. And, like, it's so... She was willing to fire. She had intention. She had intention. Why would she do that? It makes no sense. Why would she do that to her idol, you know? Yeah. Well, it seems like... It's not even idol. It seems like part of her religion. Exactly. So why would you do that? Jump in here. Yeah, um, please. You saying that she's doing irrational things. What what had happened in the movie right prior to that? Raya's showing, I need you to trust me. I'm willing to trust you, even though you betrayed me. All of this, her entire worldview was shattered, especially after seeing Sisu. She's not thinking rationally at all. Yes, but that's the she, thing, though. She but goes like... out there with a crossbow because she's still trying to be, you know... The leader her mom raised her to be but she's still trying she's having this conflict of Caesar's here she has all the I, other dragon gems like everything for her is not working that's why she aims it at Caesar because she doesn't know exactly what she's doing I, there i get that but like she had no intention to hurt anyone throughout the like to really hurt anyone throughout the entire film that's what seems odd it seems like they just need um, her to be the antagonist like the biggest antagonist in that scene know. She wasn't going to fucking kill anyone. She wasn't going to off anyone before that scene at all. That's what bothers me. Pretty, it's just pretty determined on stopping or even killing Raya if she needed I to. I think it... Yeah, I think in the very beginning when uh, they're in tail, I don't know if... I, it seemed like she was really trying to get at Raya. Once they got to Spine, it was like, okay, I want Raya, but the reason I want Raya is really the gems. I don't give a shit about her. Exactly. And all of a sudden, it's like, you bring a fucking gun. I know it's not gun, but, like, you bring the gun or the crossbow. It just felt, like, way too big of a step. And I don't know how to fucking fix it. I think if it was just another he sword fight, talk, it would have been better. He was having a mental breakdown, basically. It makes sense. When you're not okay. thinking rationally, you do stupid shit. I include bringing across which is the good. which is ironic because her mom says we don't make emotional decisions we make logical decisions yep but her worldview was shattered yeah all right I, all right I guess this is a difference of no no honestly I I get what you're mean I get where you're coming from I, I'm trying to come at this from the middle like I hear what Ed's saying and I'm trying no, to no I hear what Ed's saying and I agree I usually like it's not bad it's just I'm I'm like it's I, not clicking I, for you. It's Ed's, not vibing. Yeah, Ed's won me over plenty of times. You've won me over plenty of times. This is just one where it's like I'm sticking to my crossbow on this one. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, and I, I understand it. I understand that it's just for me. For me, that's not an issue in the movie at all. The and also I want to jump back to the whole crossbow moved a little bit. Um, again, the crossbow is not a big issue in the 
scene, in my opinion, or where she's pointing at it. It's just the, the conversation what's going on with Namari and Raya, mostly, and Caesar. And usually that kind of stuff, you can, I, I at least let it slide when it's not perfectly accurate, because there's a scene in, spoiler alert, Reservoir Dogs. Either way, there's a scene where one person is has a gun against two people, put up the gun on him, and he shoots one, moves his gun slightly to the left and shoots. You can see that it's not aligned, but he, he hits both of them. And to me, the, the, the shooting and the accurateness of not is not very important. It's just the, the drama, the scene, why it's happening and all of that, and what the what the character chooses to do. Okay. The accurateness is not important or relevant at all to me. She hit the blow. It just so happened that it flicked the bow and it shot Cece. Okay. So that's a nitpick for me. I'm not gonna let the reason I Okay, you make a good point, but there's a reason I didn't bring up the nitpick. Um, later on, when they're about to fight, Namari's like, you're just as responsible for Sisu's death at Raya, even though she had her finger on the fucking trigger and was like starting to squeeze it a bit. I get it. Anyway, here's what I was thinking actually happened. She's about to fire. She fires by accident. It was going to miss. And then Raya reflexively, because I noticed earlier in the movie, they shot crossbow at uh, Raya's dad, and he fucking blocked that shit with his hand, and it hit his knee. But he, they're fat. They they can do like arguably like what is the trope is bullet timing, which is like you can see where bullets are coming from and like dodge them or reflect them. Mm-hmm. So they're bullet timers in this world, right? are albeit slower. But so she shoots. She's about gonna miss Raya. All panicking. PTSD moment. PTSD moment. Flicks the sword tips the arrow and that's what hits sisu in the heart that way they're both actually responsible because she didn't trust yeah, that she, was... didn't, she didn't trust amari and she didn't trust sisu mm-hmm. and that way she's actually equally at fault because as it stands it's on namari a hundred percent in my opinion raya was 100 percent justified in what she did yeah uh... namari fucking backstabbed him Again, Max said right again. So, again, it that was my whole thing. So, do you have something to say, Ed? No, just okay. Well, I was just gonna say it was funny. We were watching it the second time today just to make sure we got everything. And that scene came on, and uh, immediately as soon as Namari started talking, he's like, "No, shut up! You're wrong. It's your fault. I didn't even say I hate like... you, Dad." <laughs> See ya. Namari should be the one to give the thing to to give the stone pieces to Raya. I get why Raya gave it. I get what they get. I get if it if Namari was actually not as like wrong, it would have been a better ending. But because at this point, if you're gonna just stick to Namari being a fucking ass Debla up until the end, then give it to Raya as being like, I'm sorry, I want you to trust me, I get why you don't trust me, I'm going to be, give you this vulnerability, literally give you my, I'm going to be vulnerable and show you that I can change. That, it's a big step. So, she can still take the thing and, because, and maybe Raya will be like, in her head, will be like, oh, is she trying to stab me? Is this another way to like, kill me and then yeah, take the stones for herself? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, and then she's like, I have to, and maybe she takes a step back and she's like, no, I have to listen to C, so I have to trust her. And she takes it. And Fang learns their lesson at the end. They have to work towards reconciliation. Spoiler alert for Avatar Last Airbender. Here's my basis for this. Zuko's arc. Katara does not trust him at first. At Zuko at first. She fucking threatens to kill him. And it takes time of reconciliation and she goes on an adventure with him and then she starts to trust him again finally and that's the way it that's it's a better lesson to show that you don't just blindly trust people with that fourth time to say oh without any proof like let the person work towards it but always be on your guard until they start to actually show it it's a more realistic and, it's a good lesson yeah. to teach kids and you can trust see that verify. zuko tries really hard to gain katara's trust yes or the, the he, trust 
Yeah, exactly. Like when he was starting to go in there, he bent, he like bended the knee and was like willing to be a prisoner at first. Like <laughs> this isn't about Avatar as much as I love it to be. This is about Avatar. We could not fix Avatar. Oh, no, that's, that's also fix... why I ship uh, Zuko and Katara so much, and I hate what this what that they didn't. You and Dante ba Dante Bosco is the guy who does Zuko is the same, by the way. That he's like the captain of the ship. Um, oh, he 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 shipped Zuko and Katara also. Yeah, he's the captain of that ship. Oh God! All aboard! <laughs> no, like I'm not joking. He used to have like a Zutara like weekly like little fan art thing. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. my other ending, which Ruthie's not going to like, Sisu should stay dead, and not just to be like, haha, people suck and people die. No, it's just like look. Every action has consequences. Again, bring back to Avatar. You every some stuff cannot be reversed. Like every sometimes you trust the wrong person and bad shit happens. You know it. It's life. People, and that's a lesson. Like you gotta be careful. You need to not just go blindly trusting. That that's all I have to really say. That was my rewrite. I liked it up until the last bit. I, I get why, and I, again, it's not like I hate Sisu, it's not like I, I fucking, like, it's not like I, it's not like when she got shot, I'm like, get wrecked. It was just like, <laughs> it was just like, okay, I know they're gonna bring her back to life, it would be a lot more of a sticking lesson if it's like, hey, be careful. My turn. Oh no. I liked it. I like this movie. Uh, I disagree with, I don't know why, why I like this movie so much. Now that y'all mentioned all this stuff, but like had a lot of heart, didn't it? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I I kind of liked Sisu, the character, even in the beginning. Yeah, I didn't she's hate just, her. She's a fucking weirdo. Just fine. Uh, and then like the whole swimming thing, like, yeah, I I, I agree with your point, Ruthie, about like. Maybe she's being sus about it. I mean, it turned out to be true, but it's kind of shitty dragon power compared to yeah. the other ones. I like Sisu for the most part. And that's one thing I like about this movie that I don't know if it's Disney or just like a whole bunch of other animated kids movie is that the, the comic relief gets overbearing and it's so much. And in this, it's not. Like, Sisu's perfectly balanced in my opinion with I agree. the comic relief i can hear something in the background that would be the boy giving me legs <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i feel sisu was perfectly balanced the baby was definitely the stupidest part for me as well um yeah just make it a little bit older honestly yeah it it, it felt like a freaking like video game Doing the main story, basically, collect all the special pieces, and it's just like going through. I don't know. Raya was a good character-ish. Yeah, the whole trust thing, I did. I was not on board with either. That was really, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, bad lesson in my opinion. Maybe I'm was it before I said anything, or no? That that was that was my thing also. Like the whole trust thing. Eh, eh. That just better ways or just like i don't know if you remove the trust thing the whole movie doesn't really work though well you can't really you can't it could really... be played in a you can play it in a healthier way because i think yeah yeah the way it, it does it does give it. this like blind trust kind of shit yeah it's not okay and yeah that's because unfortunately that, the whole trust suck. thing needs to be more built up and yeah namari should not be as evil throughout like 95% of the movie it should be built up especially in spine I think when they fight maybe Raya can like when they spar a little bit Raya like gets a confused look on her face like like she's like make Namari not be super aggressive on the fight just more defensive kind of thing and have Namari oh. talk more have Namari say like just please like come with me or like give me the dragon gems but like or, or yeah, just give me the dragon gems. Like you don't have to do this kind of thing. Let when me Amari's, fix what I broke. Yeah, she won't say that because of the whole you know, Fang 
leader mindset that she has. Like he's the special one. That's why she don't make it obvious. Like just tell her like, give me the dragon stones, right? You can stop this kind of thing. Like and yeah, like make it entail like she's still mostly evil, but like you know you, you can small hint of like she's sort of changing. I don't know if they meet up in Talon. They don't, right? No, because uh, yeah, what happens is that they meet up in Tail, and then, uh, and then she goes to Fang. Mari she... goes straight to Fang, and yeah. then she meet, goes back to Spine. Goes back to Spine. Yeah, maybe in yeah in Spine, especially like really not drive it home, but make it more obvious that Namari's not purely evil, and make Raya realize this. Make Raya be aware of this as well. Show her that she's like when she after the tail encounter. She's like, I thought. I thought Namari would be way more aggressive. And in the spine fight, they like, she could have beaten me, but she didn't. And make Mariah realize like that kind of stuff. And that's why, and it would make more sense when she listens to Sisu and Sisu brings her to the heart temple thing, the dragon cave. Like that's when it really clicks for her that Namari's trying to change. And I don't know, maybe the speech that Sisu gives to Raya make it like they they realize that I was trying so hard to be like at least Sisu like be useful even with my shitty dragon power that that's why they trusted me that's yeah that's a better way thank you for like making that so thick in my head so easily just now really but yeah uh yeah other than the blind trust thing not much is an issue. Yanamari's a terrible character. The whole Sisu dying, I thought was actually pretty good, in my opinion. And Stay Dead, it's a kid's movie. Maybe not, but if, if it was geared more towards like older kids, like young teens, which maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe Keep Her Dead. Actions of Consequences. And maybe, yeah. Make it more clear that Raya did, in fact, was partly at fault or like accidentally led to Sisu's death as much as Namari by not being trustful of Raya and Sisu when they were both trying to get her to trust. Again, even though she was trying to like, you know, being nicer, she still has her world shoot, her worldview shattered when Raya actually, like, trust her. I don't know. Also, yeah, I don't understand why the the orb had a delayed effect, but okay. I thought it was just a drama. I didn't mind. I know, much. but like, <laughs> like inside the orb, it's like okay, we de deploy the deploy the anti drone stuff. Wait, why are we waiting? Aesthetic. Aesthetic, <laughs> yeah. Basically, the magic was gone. It was dull completely. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, drama, movie, pro, <laughs> Also, yeah, the whole, yeah, the, the fight between Namari and Raya at the end gave me Star Wars Season 7 vibes at the very end. And honestly, I liked how Raya was, like, so hellbent on revenge in that moment. It shows. Oh that, yeah, no, that was cool. It shows that she was fallible, that she's not perfect, and she was just straight up wanted. She wanted to kill Namari so hard, so much. And it wasn't just her, because like uh, the rest of the gang, they were like, "Yeah, kill yeah, her. she killed kill Sisu. Bitch. Fuck her. We don't need to trust her." But yeah, maybe maybe when Raya beats her, and like. She realizes instead of looking at her friends, she realizes like I'm at fault too. I'm sorry. And then she leaves. Maybe yeah, when when she realizes or I don't know, something happens where she like kind of flashbacks to replays the Sisu dying moment in her head and realizes that yes, she did fuck up and kill and led to that led to Sisu's death because she wasn't trusting Namari, even though that was the whole point of the meeting up in anyways yeah good movie overall in my opinion uh not many dislikes the big fix is the trust thing yeah 
it 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 hit me so wrong at the end of the movie, especially with the song that played. I'm like, fuck, dude. It was too too much. Too much on that thrusting, not enough of just like how to thrust or when to thrust. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can I make a defense as to why to bring Sisu back? Go for her. Uh, sometimes shitty things happen. Sometimes shitty things happen to kids. If there's a kid who's experienced a trauma, like a relative dying, I don't know, maybe not make them relive that trauma, just Oh, bring Dragon back. Fair enough. Yeah, is it like a, that's good. Yeah, like the audience is like, what, zero to ten? Well, I mean, it's Disney. It's spent for all ages, but really it's targeted towards kids like two to ten. I I get what you're saying, Probably, but like, yeah. how do I say this? Oh, I like, also like how can... they made Raya, uh, like, Raya and Amari, like, adults. They're like... Yeah, like, yeah, no, they're like... uh. They're like somewhere between like 16 and 20. Yeah. yeah. Depending on how old they were when they were kids. Yep. Which is. I like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I like, like that not too. following kids around. It's the reason I'm having a harder time with anime currently. I'm getting to that point in age where it's like it's a lot harder yeah. to watch high schoolers. <laughs> high school issues. That's all right. Hack on Titan was so good because there's no high school. I mean, they're still teenagers for the majority. Anyway. I know, but there's no high school, and there's like, uh, uh, I mean, they're child this soldiers. This isn't an Attack on Titan podcast. Yeah, I liked it. Felt like a Zelda game, honestly. Even though I've only played like one ever. Like, Is it Breath of the Wild? He hasn't played no, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, yeah. But like, it's just like <laughs> it felt like a video. Well, you game played like Breath? That. I haven't finished it. All right, fair enough. Keep going. I didn't Sorry. realize you could just go straight to Ganon, which I'm probably gonna. You do. can. <laughs> it's hard. I like the movie. Okay. Thrusting was Big. really irked me, probably yeah. because I have, uh, probably have lessons taught to me by my mother and experiences I've had. Yeah. Same. By being too trusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, good movie. For the most what, part. Did did I convince you at all? Like it moved up a like from like one thing to another just slightly higher. Step. I'll take it. I win. By like one percent. Anyway. It's a percent. Half a step up. Anyway, who's I, gonna I wanna start? Go. Ed, you start. Really? Me? Ew. Yeah. Like a B. Win a B? B-minus, B-minus. Wow. Yeah, I liked it. Come on. Even as a critic. B-minus. Alright. I was going to say B-plus, but now I feel shy because I know you're going to give it like a C-minus. I'm not going to C-minus. A D-minus? No, no, no. Okay, I'm going I'm to still say B-plus. You can say you want. Uh, I feel pe- peer pressured. No, I'm giving it like a solid C. The uh, the lesson was terrible. But the rest of the movie was like, it, like the lights were so great. Like the fight scenes, especially like they're so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Also, so, the fucking whip sword is cool. Like I've noticed a lot of media Ivy? doing that now. Huh? Ivy. Ivy did it first. Full cover. Ivy. Ivy. Ivy I haven't played Soul Calibur. She did it first. Okay. And she also well, did no, the. Like, it's like very promiscuous dressing all the time. Also, uh, well, there's a bunch of gay. I've also like um, Red Rising. I think has a similar thing to like the sword whips, but it's a bit different. And like it's just really Byleth. it's a book series. Byleth, yeah, no, I just I love the sword whip design. It's super cool. Um, I think first. Okay, okay. Look up Ivy. Like, we'll, we'll take it. We'll take your word for it. We'll, we'll look take... it up after. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it a C. Yes. Gucci movie. Alright. Give me a second. While I look up movies that have come out. In well, uh, our next movie oh. is Gattaca. Oh, that's right. Yeah, join us next week for Gattaca. 
Yeah. And then after that, let me see, actually. Oh, we could do Underwater instead. Which one's Underwater? The one with Kirsten, Kirsten Stewart. Ooh, yeah. that's a good I've one, I've seen too. that one. I have it's not. Good. Is it fixable? Very. Okay, I'll be fine then. I mean, yes, it's it's fixable. I still like the movie overall. You can do that. I I yeah, like. Do, it, do what you, yeah. Which Dude, one do you want to do? Rain of Fire had some stuff to fix, but that was probably one of the more fun films mm-hmm. we've seen. True. <laughs> I mean, Rain of- so Invisible Man was probably like of the movies that I've seen that come out came out in twenty twenty. It's one of my favorites. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Join us next time for Regattaga and you know special stuff. Yay. Today's film was Riot and the Last Dragon, directed by Don Hall, Carlos Lopez Estrada, Paul Briggs, and John Ripa. The screenplay was written by Queenie Wynn, Adele Lim, Kiel Murray, Dean Wellens, and all the directors. The cinematographer was Rob Dressel. Go show some love to their various social media accounts. They made a movie, which is more than we can say here. Our next episode will be Gattaca, with a special guest. Enjoy!